Blog Talk Radio. The world has changed, and there's a new way emerging to understand how to create your life with faster, more powerful results. Welcome to Speed Manifesting, and here's your show host and author, Lori Mitchell. Hello and welcome. Glad to be here. Today we are going through the material for my upcoming book. So you're writing the book along with me. So we're having a lot of fun doing it that way. At the Speed of Beliefs show, today we're going to be talking about words. And even in Speed Manifesting, in my original book, I, I do talk, one of the steps of creating is knowing the power and poison of your own words and how they affect you, how they are a creative source. And yet the follow-up book to that, the belief book, is about taking it further and understanding the limits that we set on ourselves and the way that we create our own beliefs that, that limit possibilities in our life. So I don't know if you've ever heard someone say something that you just knew it wasn't true, but they said it like it was the way life is, like it's the truth of whole of life. You know, words, you can recognize them when somebody speaks them and it, it reflects our thoughts. They they solidify our beliefs when we accept other people's thoughts and beliefs as if it's truth until we create a maze that we cannot seem to escape. So the beliefs themselves become the maze of reality for you. And I want you to get the visual on that because this is a, a key component for beliefs, for understanding that in order to create quickly, in order to manifest from the unmanifest, the unmanifest is the connection and definition of the connection to it and the definition of it, what you do want. So there are limits. You define it. You you put walls on a particular manifestation that you're requiring, that you're wanting to experience, and then it becomes manifest. Not you do it, but you ask for it and then allow it. The beliefs, if you can imagine, are preconceived askings that are set up with walls and walls and walls and walls, and as time goes by, there are a set of rules that that you think it's the way life is because cause and effect came into play at some point in your life, whether it was you were watching someone else and what you interpreted as them doing something as a rule of life. You interpreted how that they received something that you want, and then you stored it away, or that you don't want, and then you stored it away. So they became the walls to either protect you or to move you in a particular direction, whether it was true or not for you. And then sometimes we have beliefs which are our own experience, which become even stronger beliefs. So, And then there are old rules that we accept as part of generational beliefs. So certainly the maze that we've set up for ourselves, it's time if we really want new possibilities, if we really want to live in this world that has 
no manual for the times that we're in and for the relationships that we have with each other, with ourselves, with money, with nature. If we really want new possibilities, we have got to knock down some of the walls in that maze to be able to get out of the loop that we're in. And the way that we started is in this conversational action. So in themselves, we go around in life thinking that words don't matter or that they're not powerful or that they're not creative. And I know that because it's the way we speak flippantly and we don't keep our agreements that we don't relate to words as a creative tool. Because if we did, there are some things we would never say about ourselves or others. We wouldn't talk ourselves out of our own good. If we really understood that we were using a creative tool against ourselves. So we literally can form new beliefs through affirmations with emotion. We can literally use words to overwrite the old programming through repetition. And these are tried and true practices. Definitely they're relevant just because they're not some new gimmicky way of doing it doesn't mean they're not relevant. Yes, we're always looking for something new and interesting. We're curious. We love learning as hum- human beings. We love laughing and we love looking for more and more and more. But the old way of using words again and again and again until we finally accept them or rather until our subconscious finally accepts them as the new rules, it's still relevant. It's relevant to still do that. So when you start to use those words as beliefs, choose them carefully, but don't get too attached to them. The problem with many of our beliefs that aren't serving us and is we're finding difficult to change our habits, which are beliefs in action, what, we, what it is is that we have programming in there that, that just needs to be overridden. It needs to be given a new set of rules for us to have a new reality in our life. So with the affirmations, it absolutely does work. And let's go beyond that now. That's straightforward. I wanted to cover that, the way that the affirmations and speaking out loud or writing down and speaking out loud what we choose to be, do, and have in our life, the affirmations need to be a daily practice. And then the next part of that is in our conversational word. We have got to get more specific and honoring. We have got to honor the power of our word in our own conversations. So don't speak evil, but also speak some new beliefs. And it's difficult for other people to understand what we're talking about if we're speaking in the present tense about a future that we're creating because it's not this reality. And it's very weird to have a conversation with that when people say, you know, I'm holidaying in Fiji and it's lovely and we're looking at them like, 
Well, you're here, and I'm not in Fiji, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. But you can use bridging words to bring that reality in and have it be a very powerful conversation with people. So, for instance, instead of, you know, I want to have a holiday in Fiji, I wish I could go to Fiji, there's no power in that. There's no movement or flow or action in that. But to to make it more powerful, I'm looking forward to having a holiday in Fiji is a better next step. So you start to bridge using words. You start to bridge into some new beliefs about what's possible for you, whether it's Fiji or Tahiti or someplace, you know, the Caribbean or some beautiful holiday. I'm using it because it's so so physical and, and visual for people to to imagine that being in with white sandy beaches somewhere. And at the same time, using the words to practice like that on something, it's very useful. So just imagine what you want, decide that it is something that you'd like. And even if you use that dirty word called someday, at least it's bridging you from a conversation about nothing. It's, it's, a, it's a conversation without any growth. It's a, it's a useless conversation to have. It's a, not just superficial, but it's completely useless to talk without intention about what you'd like to have happen, whether it's next or soon or someday. The someday conversation never happens, but if you're moving into it, it's better. So then you you can start working on the words themselves to create new beliefs, which then start to speed things up mightily. They are just amazing when when you start to work on beliefs themselves. So for instance, if you'd like to really move into a powerful use of words, just remember you're a creator, not a reporter. You get into a conversation, somebody asks, how are you doing? What have you been up to? Choose and select the conversations that you're having so that if you want more good in your life, if you want things to move in a better direction, speak only good. Even if there's been bad, speak only good. If you want to open things up, then speak expansion. It doesn't have to be happy, happy, joy, joy when it's not realistic for what really is going on inside you when it's a difficult time. I'm not saying that, but talk about expansion. So it's kind of like the responsible worker when when he or she goes to work doesn't bring the dramas of home or outside work into the day-to-day work. They just get on with work and they leave their problems at the door. That's what a responsible, professional employee does. You have to, and it's kind of sanity as well if there's a lot going on, to be able to just park it and then go in and get busy and do work. At the same time, do that in your conversations with people everywhere. Speak when you need to vent, when you need some help. Yes, you know, go to the counselor or have a particular friend 
that you can talk to that can help you, that can make a difference in moving you forward and in, in getting you to a, another stage, not staying in a loop by just talking about it because you'll keep recreating the feelings which will then only have you looking in a direction that you don't want to go anymore if it really hurts and you're ready to finish and have something new show up that's better. And I know that sometimes the things that happen to us are out of our control and it's not that you created it, but it's that it showed up. Now what are you going to vote for next? See, I'm really getting to the stage of saying, well, hang on. It's good to be responsible for your actions and your reactions to what shows up, but you didn't necessarily make someone show up the first time something happened. However, if there's a theme if there's a, a recurring problem or event or a, sort of a rut that you've bound yourself in, well, then you're 100% responsible for that. And you could, that means you can change it. But we're, let's just say someone in your life made some decisions that were not aligned with you, where you're going, who you are, what you want, how you want to be treated. That's their decision. You did not create that in that sense. However, how you respond to it, how you react to it, that is 100% your responsibility. Unless you're trapped inside of your old beliefs and then you're stuck in it. You have got to start speaking about expanding in areas of your life. So if one area of your life is, is really challenging for you, move in conversation, move to another area of your life and speak only about that. Let's say that that you, you have a, a pet, a beloved animal that is really giving you joy. And that's the one area of your life you can focus on. You can at least mention that in terms of how things are going. And then make something new, like uh, uh, that you went for a walk, that you're going for a walk every morning. So make it something new and expansive. Do something so that you can talk about it as well that's different, new, and exciting. It doesn't have to be world-blowing. It, it can be something that is just enough. But you've got to, to expand your conversation. And I know that when I was sick, with it. For years, with chronic fatigue problems, and it wasn't chronic fatigue, it was anemia, but I was just nobody knew and nobody could help. That's what I talked about and that's what I kept getting. And finally, one day I actually got tired. I used to say sick and tired, I'm sick and tired of this and that and this and that instead of saying I've had enough. I just said I'm sick and tired of listening to myself talking about how sick and tired I am. And that was a day that was a turning point for me because in my conversations from then on, when somebody asked me how I was, I didn't talk about my poor health anymore. I just dropped it. I dropped that part of the conversation. And what I found very quickly was the answers I needed that led me out of that poor health and into recovery, into better health, into improvement. And it was fantastic. It was, you know, looking back, miraculous because it happened so quickly. I got led to an answer that within 10 days, because I had a nutritional supplement of something I was missing, I was over it. 10 days, and I was better. 
And that was because it was part of a blood issue and your blood renews every 10 days. So it was logical. It wasn't a miracle of manifestation from nothing. It was logical and the miracle came in how I was led to it by my participation in refusing to talk about what isn't working anymore. And it just changed so much that I saw that in other areas of my life that I could do the same thing. So I really encourage you in conversation to have powerful, expansive conversations. Have them be fun and don't report on what's not working. Don't moan if you really don't want more of it. (laughs) Am I sounding like I'm lecturing? I hope so. I really hope so because this is... The power and poison of words, the way that words can create new possibilities for us while we're speaking powerfully, even though we're not in that reality, while we're bridging into, you know, I'm looking forward to going to Fiji, I'm working on how to have a holiday in Fiji, come next year this time, I'm looking at how I can be in Fiji, so you're moving, you see how that progresses in the conversation to moving more and more. And by the way, I don't want to go to Fiji. I just want the universe to know that I'm happy living where I am. Because you keep saying these words and your subconscious hears you and then starts to find a way to get you there. I've done Fiji. It's really lovely, by the way. But for me, (laughs) I've spoken those words three times, four times now, and I just want the universe to know this is an example. I'm very happy living in where I am not planning on going on a holiday to you myself. You see how I do take it that they, they're very powerful when we speak them, and I'm now saying them to you, which then reverberates them out. And then everyone else picks up and kind of goes, I wonder how I can help her get there. It's kind of something that happens in all of our consciousness. So please, speak it in a way that is expansion and, and powerful conversations, and you can change things yourself. You can change things that would make a difference, that would be a creative conversation. And that's the the power of two or more. And yet at the same time, you can certainly use your affirmations to speak at the end of each night, to speak in the shower, to bring your mad head back to like when you get into the thinking that is not useful for you it does happen there are these beliefs that are still rattling around in there and you've got to pull yourself up so you can speak yourself back into a mindset that is expansive and then you're taking control of your own mind I don't know if you've ever noticed but sometimes thoughts just pop up out of nowhere and you think quite shocking thoughts and you think why would I think that you know and who's in my head almost it's kind of like whoa you know I don't believe that because because when you start to look at your beliefs and question them when they come up as old programming surfacing you can choose them and say whoa whoa no and you can then say a repetition of something that you do want when you recognize that something's coming up in your thoughts that you're not aligned with anymore. And so if it's something about the victim being, you know, why me or any of that kind of conversation, you can just switch it to how can I? 
It's a good mechanism to use. If you hear that why me voice coming up, you can turn and switch it to an automatic reaction to hearing the why me conversation. How can I? And then you just put in whatever is expansive for you. How can I improve? How can I get better? How can I move into? How can I have? How can I do? How can I be? And then fill in the blank. You get to create it. And the more that you do that, the more that you focus your subconscious, which is a wonderful mental tool, on looking for and solving that question, that problem, that it wants to find a solution, it's, it's aimed at that. And then finally, the, the most powerful word is prayer. And you don't have to belong to a particular religion to pray properly or pray in the right way. Prayer is part of being human. It is a, it is a conversation with the creator in you. It is, it is the request and the acceptance in one conversation. And the most powerful prayer is thanking in advance. So no matter what else is going on in your life, if you want to turn things around quickly and you want to deal with the beliefs that have come up that have created something in a repetitive way and you know it's your responsibility, what you can do is start automatically, just like I said when you hear the why me conversation, you can automatically say how can I. You can then look for what you do want by saying automatically thank you and directing that thanks to your creator, to the creative source that is within you, that is you, that is waiting for you to ask. And when you say thank you for something that is about to come, when you say thank you for something that isn't here, that's the time to have that unmanifest conversation. (laughs) And after practice of doing this for a while, what you'll recognize is that there is no time and that within that conversation, you have the opportunity to feel it as thanks rather than as hope. Hope's good. Hope's fine. But after a while of practicing it, it's a beautiful moment to recognize that you've transitioned into knowing, into when you ask by saying thank you for, and then you're saying something that's unmanifest and you're choosing to allow it into your experience, into manifestation. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a real acceptance. It's a real connection. And the way that you powerfully can do that is by hooking into a a vibration and a feeling called appreciation. This is one of the magic tricks to that's so simple to turning things around quickly. So that conversation of expansion with others is also about appreciation. But when you go within and you are quietly asking and aligning, 
the conversation feels like appreciation and the words say thank you for. I have a very powerful way of, of doing my gratitude. And what I do is I, I speak it or I write it, but I use the word and either is valid. And I, I, first of all, reach for something that I can thank for in my past. Sometimes it's something I've already thanked for before, but sometimes it's something that's new. So I thank for something in my past, one thing, and then I thank for something for today that's happened today, and then I thank for something in the future that I am choosing to manifest. And I obviously, by categorizing it as my thanks in the future, I'm recognizing that it's in the gap, or rather that I'm in the gap. And yet, when you do that, because you've done a thanks for the past, a thanks for the present, by the time you come to the third one, the thanks for the future, it feels like now. It doesn't feel like you're stretching after anything. So it's a really beautiful exercise to use and very powerful to use in your thanks. And that's in the Speed Manifesting book in the second edition. I've put that exercise in there because I just found it changed things so quickly that within a few weeks of saying the thank yous for the future that just absolutely were not in my life and I desperately needed to have that ease and grace, peace in my life. When I looked at it, I was writing them down each night and when I looked at it in a few weeks, it was actually in my life. And when I wrote it, there was no way I could see how. But the how comes after you commit to having it, after you, you commit by taking actions of speaking. And then it begins to create. I hope this is making a lot of sense. I hope that there's a lot of common sense in what I speak to you because that's what I want. I know that the simplicity is the closest to the truth for us. And that when we reach for our own reason and we apply it to our own experience, the most simple answers become the ahas. They become the ones that we can take and, and carry with us and then start to use with some discipline as we change those habits. So just remember with the word. The word is so powerful and the word creates new beliefs. You can overwrite them or you can let your subconscious find a way around the current circumstance with new requests by bridging your wording into hope and then into moving it along, figuring out a way. And then finally, letting go and thanking in, in advance for whatever it is that you want either next or sometime in the future that you want to bring closer. Because someday isn't going to make it fast for you. That someday conversation doesn't make it fast. But it's better than not talking about it. It's better than never. And you may find that you come across conversations with other people saying, oh, I know someone who was wanting that too or someone who can become a part of that journey with you in some way. So they, you share the right information. You share the, the hopes and the dreams and the aspirations, or you just share an expanse of conversation with people, and they 
want more of that. There's there's a desert of of that kind of conversation. It's just it's not out there. It's not often enough until you get into a group of people who are like minded. And then it's very nourishing to be in a group like that, purposeful, with intention. But it can still be light. It doesn't need to be heavy, but expansive. So it doesn't need to be all just positive. Sometimes, especially in the world, we need to talk about the reality of what the world is, but we absolutely need to have that conversation be about expansion. So how can we becomes the more important conversation. Not not staying positive and sticking your head in the sand, but rather making sure that you are expanding with intention what you do want in your words and using that beautiful power of the word. I really appreciate you listening today. I know that that our connection is very powerful too. So I'd love to hear back from you. You can hear more about my work on www.speedmanifesting.com. This is Lori Mitchell. Thank you so much for listening. Abundant blessings.